Lightweight standout, Mike Breeden. Thank you so much, Mike, for coming on today. Uh, how's life right now for you? Life's going good, man. About to finish up this camp. I'm just ready. Super excited for this fight coming up. No doubt. Now, uh, have you been watching the Contender Series? Two weeks have passed. Yeah, I've been watching it. Yeah, I'm just ready to get up in there. Eight contracts in the first two weeks. That's pretty incredible, man. Like, Dana White is being very generous right now. Yeah, he is. Yeah, I was, I was, everybody got a contract that night. I was like, that's good, though. What has been uh, the most impressive guy you've seen so far, or girl? Um, I really liked uh, uh, the dude. I forgot his name, but he picked up that dude to slam him at uh, the last one, the last fight. Oh, the middleweight. Yes. Stoltzfus. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Look. <laughs> Look pretty nice, so yeah, that's, that's, that's one hell of a way to uh, earn your contract, man. Seriously, Ooh, I, I couldn't watch that. I like took one look at it, and I was like, Ooh. All right, uh, yourself, man. Uh, the last time fans saw you was about a year ago, like around 11 months. That devastating flying knockout, you know, what I mean, that's still embedded in people's minds. But uh, before the, the pandemic hit, you know, was it difficult for you to get a fight, or did you take time off on purpose? No, um, man, I, I, I stayed on my training. Um, we were trying to get fights. Um, we had a few uh, last-minute uh, uh, calls possibly to get into the UFC last minute. It just didn't work out. And then um, the pandemic hit, and then now I'm on the contender series. Um, so I was trying to be as active as I possibly could. So you just been st staying ready basically for the last year. Yeah, I've had the long camp pretty much i've been yeah. really i've been at it every day <laughs> <laughs> now uh your your team is glory mma uh did you start with glory mma or did you transition over to them eventually later on in your career i tra transitioned to over to them about five years ago mm -hmm. um i really just got into this to lose weight yeah. this really wasn't something i wanted to do i just was like a super heavy guy uh, I think I walked around about 265 and just didn't like working out, didn't like really doing much and uh, got into MMA just to, just to stay in shape and realized I was pretty good at it and um, just having fun with it as an amateur. And um, once I realized that I could actually make a run at this, I, I made the move to Glory MMA to pursue my career. It's funny how things can work out, right? Where you, when you started, it was just something that you were doing just to better your life, and now it's like turned into this career. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> to look back at it. Um, sure, I lost what? I'm yeah, like almost a hundred pounds. I mean, from my first fight, it's it's pretty crazy. <laughs> Now, take me back to the first couple of weeks at Glory MMA. You know, you step into that room. There's a lot of big names, a lot of high-level, high-level guys there. You know, what was it like? Uh, I was super nervous. I mean, there was – I mean, I would get sick to my stomach driving to the gym every day because you never knew what you're going to get. I mean, some days you have good days. And most of my days in the beginning were a lot of bad days, just getting beat on. <laughs> but – um. I uh, dug deep and it's kept showing up and eventually uh, I earned my spot there, you know, and uh, who were some of the guys in the beginning that kind of pushed you, you know, what I mean, that that got your mindset ready for, you know, the bigger fights in the beginning. 
Oh, definitely uh, James, James Krause, um, Grant Dawson. Those two have, man, helped me come so far in this game. Um, if it were, I owe a lot to both of those guys. They're like great coaches and both great fighters. Those are the main guys. Definitely, definitely. Um, yeah, I, I was talking to uh, uh, Jeffrey, Jeff uh, Molina. Yeah, and, Molina. Uh, your teammate, yeah. right? And he's, he's saying the exact same thing. He's like, yeah, those are the two guys right there, Grant Dawson and, and uh, Man, James those two, it's almost, uh, those two together makes me feel like almost unstoppable. Like, dynamic it's crazy. duo. I just hand them over the sticks like the <laughs> video game. They just call out what they want. I just do it. That's nice. That's nice. That's good to have uh, confidence in your uh, training partners and your coaches like that, man, because it's hard to find, I think, for a lot of fighters. They're kind of on their own once they step into that cage. Oh, yeah. No, it's – it's. Uh, I mean, I'm super blessed to have them as as cornermen and as um, as friends, teammates. Um, everything they, they call out is has been battle-tested and um, – Everything we do on the pads or in the gym is all like preset, and I, I know exactly what they're saying, and it just flows into my fight, so it's super nice. Yeah, you, you've had a, a lot of success. Uh, however, 2018, that was probably your toughest year as a professional. Uh, you suffered your only losses that year. What were some of the lessons, man, that came out of that 2018? Uh, 2018, my, my first loss uh, was Lucas Clay. Um, I felt it could have went either way. I thought I won that fight. It was a hard split decision fight. fight. Um, but that's what happens when you leave it to the judge's hands. Um, but uh, my lesson learned from that one is, um, man, um, be a little smarter. Use your footwork. Um, and uh, I was just using uh, just my boxing in that fight. I didn't even sh uh, I didn't go for any takedowns. Uh, I didn't do any really much kicking i did a little bit of kicking but like i didn't like have a full game you know i didn't bring a full blended game a full mma game and so that's why i think the fight was a lot harder for me and now i'm coming with a way better approach and being smarter with my game and then the next fight after that i got knocked out um uh we started off the fight you know i felt i was doing really well chopping down with some low calf kicks uh, he started limping. I came in a little too hot and just got caught with a check hook. And, uh, you know, so, I'll, you know, when you think you got somebody hurt, you smell a little bit of blood, you still got to be cautious, you know, be smart with it. And so I learned a lesson there. Just uh, don't be so eager to get to a brawl, a fist fight, set it up, be smarter, you know, blend in some takedowns to warm them down a little bit, take that heat off, off some of the punches in the first round. Yeah, those are some uh, major lessons, man. Especially, like you said, the first fight, it was a split decision. That's a lesson in itself, man. It's like, man, you it could have went either way. It's just that human being sitting in that chair outside the cage that kind of took that away from you, right? Yep. Yeah. I mean, when um, when they called his name, the whole crowd in the arena booed. Everybody came up to me afterwards and was like, Blue, like, I don't know what the judges were watching, but it is what it is. You know, we just all we got to do is just get back to training and you know run run another one and look where i'm at now no matter if i got knocked down i just got back up and kept pushing it's almost impossible to go undefeated in mma so oh definitely man it's like it's just part of the game man it just, yeah. if you go undefeated then it's like there's something you know like you know like there's yeah. always that word padded mm -hmm. you know there's always that yep. word that pops up yep padded for sure yeah so 
after that, you know, I mean, you, you, you win three in a row, you know, what, what were the major changes for you? Um, just, um, like I said, not trying to be a brawler. I, I was just trying to be a true martial artist, use my footwork, set up my feints, you know, sh shooting a few uh, takedowns, give him a few different looks, give him more, more to look at instead of just, oh, he's only going to punch me. That's it. So like, it's, you know, it's, I'm not a, this is MMA, you know what I'm saying? They don't want to learn about one art. The fight's going to be so much harder. But when I'm bringing all these other tools to the to the table, they don't really know what's coming. They're constantly guessing, you know, working on my angles. And it's just, it's so much easier. I mean, I feel like, I feel like I came a long way. And um, from my, even from my last fight, I think people see a huge improvement. So do you think like having those hiccups in 2018, it, it basically set you up perfectly for this contender series opportunity like mentally and physically oh yeah oh yeah because uh before those fights i mean i, I was just you know i thought i was invincible i was i was undefeated i was like four and oh i think <laughs> something like that i was like man i was like i'm good i'm, I'm gonna walk through everybody mm. um but no it, was, it, it humbled me and uh let me know like anything can happen so you gotta be smart stay sharp and uh always constantly trying to evolve your game. You can't like, I mean, that's why I think I like my gyms kind of, that's why I like my gym so much. Cause like, even though they're at James and Grant, they're like constantly bringing new stuff to the table. It's not just, we learn this and then like, we're going to run that for six, seven months. No, once we learn that and we get that down, they're, they're adding something else that are tweaking it. You know, it's constantly evolving every day. If you go miss a week in our gym, you come back, you're like getting dusted. You're like, what the heck did this come from? <laughs> it's a whole new setup. Like it's, yeah. 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 James is a, he's a mastermind. It's just, people don't really know it yet. Yeah. No, they will. Yeah, they will. They, you know, you guys coming up, you guys are going to be the proof, you know, that, that yeah, needs yeah. to be out there. Yeah. A lot of monsters in the gym that no one really know about. Yeah. Uh, our roster is deep. There's only a few of us in the door right now, but we got a lot of up and comers. All right, well, uh, August 25th, you're going to step in there against Anthony Romero. This guy, he has a lot of hype coming out of Canada. You know, not many Canadian fighters are coming up, but he's one of the guys. You know, what are your thoughts on him and uh, his skill set? I mean, he looks it looks good, man. He, uh, he's undefeated, tough opponent, brings a lot of flash. Looks like he brings a lot of blended game. He likes to shoot and some takedowns and stuff. Um, man, I respect all his skills. I just think what he's going to bring to the table is not enough. I feel like I'm going to get my hand raised. I think I'm just better than him everywhere. Um, I've heard everybody say they're going to take me down and uh, submit me, but uh, good luck. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm ready for that. People think I don't have ground game, but I'm a purple belt in jujitsu. Um, I mean, I can grapple. I just choose not to do it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But so if, if he gets me down, uh, shit, watch me sub him. You know what I'm saying? But I just don't think wherever he takes a fight, I think I'll just be better than him one step ahead of him. But uh, I just, I'm just going to be applying consistent pressure until he breaks. Having James and, and Grant, two guys that are very high level on the ground, trying to strangle you every day is going to help you with that, yeah. right? <laughs> Those guys are freaking sharks on the mat. Yeah. They, they're tough. It looks like that you've been fighting at 170 the last couple of fights. Um, yeah. you know, why did you decide to go back down to 155 for this fight? Um, I just had, uh, some issues with cutting the weight. Um, I had to uh, figure some things out with my body and my, my dieting. 
and uh, I think I've got it under wraps <laughs> and um, got it all worked out. I just, I was just struggling a little bit. Just, there was a few things were off and I wasn't just like my body wasn't letting the weight go, but um, we've got it all handled now. The, you know, my weight's super low right now. I'm feeling great. And uh, that's why we're making that run back at 55. Performance wise, what differences do you feel at 155? Uh, a lot lighter and faster. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm not carrying around more weight. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I just overall feel better. I feel like just way more fast and fluid. Now with the training camp, like you said, you've been training like for the whole year for this fight. Uh, when you get to do one on ones, you know what I mean, like sparring wise, who are you sparring with mostly? Hmm. I'm sparring with um, James Krause, Grant mm -hmm. Dawson. Mm -hmm. Uh, let's see. You know, I, I spar a little bit with Jeff Molina. Mm -hmm. um, I think I even wrote it down just in case I forgot something. Stefan Jefferson, mm -hmm. um, Isaac, uh, Mikey England. Did I say Jason Witt and Trey Ogden? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> they have, if the list goes on. John O'Brien. Yeah. Um, there's so many guys. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're all a big part of this. Man, they push me day in and day out. There's a lot of guys. Definitely. And you'll be hearing those names here soon. Just yeah. let let everything open back up. They'll be back on soon. Yeah, I definitely will be talking to some of those guys eventually. You know, what I mean, they're like you said, they're going to be coming up now. Uh, you know, when you look at the stories, you know, like your story versus Romero's story. Romero's like basically from a young age in martial yeah, arts. Yeah, and like built up to be like this fighter, right? That's why there's some hype behind him. And in yourself, you just went to the gym trying to lose some weight and you became a fighter so what is yep. your mental approach heading into this opportunity in the contender series is it like okay i'm the underdog or no i'm the favorite like i'm gonna go in there and, and smash this guy uh i see myself as a favorite. i'm gonna go in there and smash him but everybody has me as an underdog i've always been the underdog and um i always seem to get my hand raised at the end of the day um I just kind of fly under the radar. That's kind of like, you know what I'm saying? Privacy. Like, I don't really do all that social media stuff. I stay pretty private. And I, I feel like it gives me the edge. People just underestimate me. And, um, like, I'm here to entertain. Like, win, lose, draw. Like, I'm here to entertain. As long as the boss is happy and the fans are happy, that's all that matters. So, whether I get that contract that night or down the road, get called in last minute or whatever, it, it don't matter. Man, I'm just here to have fun. I love this. I'll, you know what I'm saying? I love this, so we can do it whenever we can. Even if I don't get the contract that night, I'll come back and come get it or get pulled in last minute. You know, a lot of people look at that as a healthy mindset going into a fight. You know what I mean? It's not like end-all, be-all, this fight. You know what I mean? Some guys do come into it like this is the only fight that matters, you know, if I don't win this. You know, like that mentality can kind of shatter you if you lose. Yeah. Now, I don't have that mentality, man. You can always come back. If, if I don't get it, if I don't lose, nah, I pick myself up, dust myself off, get back to training, and go get go get active, go win some fights. There's people that lose fights, pick themselves up, and get drawn in. Like, um, who's that dude? Like, from uh, what? Uh, man, he just fought the other day, Yusuf from Muay Factory X. Um, he. Uh, oh, Yusuf well, is all. Yeah, he lost a few fights in uh, LSA back to back. You know what I'm saying? Like, and the next thing you know, he cracks one win off, gets last minute in. Look, he cracked three straight, three in a row this year. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, that's a crazy story, right? Like, yeah. I mean, just because you lose one fight is not the end of the world. 
you just got to keep that mindset and get back to it. Yeah, those are those are the stories, man. Those are the stories that you know, like resonate in people's minds, just like an undefeated story. You know, what I mean, those stories, same, same thing. Now, uh, one last thing. You know, in this sport, there's so many different types of individuals. You know, what I mean, there's like these mindsets that people have, and it's different in different periods of their career. Do you feel like right now you feel like you are a martial artist more or a, a, a prize fighter? Uh, I think I'm both, but I would say prize fighter, man. I'm there to excite. I'm there to bring the big money. Mm-hmm. You know, so my nickname is Money Mike. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I think in this game and at the level I'm competing at, you have to be both because this game will expose you if you're not. You know what I'm saying? Like, you may get away with it a few times, but like somebody will expose you. So you have to be a true mixed martial artist and stay evolving. And like I said, I had a couple losses because I wasn't evolving. I was just thinking I could just bulldog someone in and just box them out. And then, no, there's a whole lot more to this than just boxing or just kickboxing or just grappling. You have to be able to do it all. And that's what I love about our gym. It's like we do it all. We up, down with the best of them. Like, let's go. Come on. Give me your hand. I'll, I'll walk to the deep end. Let's go. You want to you sprint? Let's sprint. Let's go. I'll walk them all up. All right. Well, we're going to see you, man. August 25th, Contender Series, Las Vegas. Mike, appreciate the time. Good luck to you and safe travels, man. All right. You too. Thank you.